Good morning, guys. Welcome to N Audio. So, uh, I was at the, well, I don't know what they call it, the thing at the elementary school where you go and you meet the teacher and they describe what their teaching philosophy is and how they're, what they're going to be learning with the kids that year. And the second grade teacher, we have kids, we have two daughters in second and fourth grade this year. Second grade teacher said, you know, in second grade, they are at the point where they are, they are, where they have been learning to read, but now they're reading to learn. And I thought to myself, ah, because that's so true of so many things in life. So let's take it spoon carving immediately because why not? Uh, when you are just starting out spoon carving, you are learning to carve. You are learning how to physically do it, how to do it safely, what the limits are uh, of your abilities, and 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 sort of what has been done before, and and you're learning you're learning the the sort of the scope of the work and how to specifically do it. Once you've done that for a while, and I would say it sort of shifts. But, gosh, probably it's the same as with reading, right? You know, it's a couple years of doing that. You'll find yourself... You'll find yourself with it having switched to carving to learn. So instead of learning to carve, you're carving to learn. And I think this is where I'm at. I don't think any of us stop learning... It's that we shift from learning to carve to carving to learn. And what we're learning, once we know how to carve, is we're learning what the limits of our abilities are. We're learning what the limits of the material are. We're learning what the limits of design are. And we're constantly pushing all three of those things. And so there's this really interesting shift that takes place because... You go from feeling like there is a body of work to be mastered to feeling like you are at the edge of your ability with a solid understanding of what is possible and you're constantly trying to nibble away at what isn't possible. And it doesn't have to be something where you compare yourself to others. It's not like you have to say, oh, uh, you know, so-and-so can do this, and I'm not even close to that, so I'm still learning to carve, because I won't be carving to learn until I'm at that point. No, no. This is a shift that happens within yourself. Because, because I think that there's sort of a... It's sort of like, uh, um, I think it boils down to how you, how you see carving or whatever you do within your life. Is it a practice which allows you to explore things other than carving? Um, and I think this is how we often 
start out with pursuits. We start out learning the pursuit for the sake of the pursuit itself. And then once we have done it for a while, we realize that it's actually not just about that, that it's about everything else in life as well. It's about our mental state. It's about our health. It's about our connection with others. Um, And so... I don't know, let's say you're learning, like watching my kids learn soccer. Right now they're learning to play soccer. Right? They're learning the rules, they're learning how to kick a ball. And at a certain point, once that all of that settles in, and their skills... Uh, it's not that their skills stop progressing, it's that they get to a point where the lessons they are learning from practicing soccer are not just about, they're not overtly about how to play soccer better. They're clearly years away from this, but with whatever you do, this shift happens at a certain point. And I think it's a really interesting inflection point and one that it would be good to puzzle on because um, because when you're there, you can start consciously and deliberately choosing to explore it. And that's where a lot of the good stuff happens.